How is everybody? Pretty good. Good. Hey, happy Monday. I know. Monday. Yay. You can put put those two words together. Happy and Monday. (laughs) Oxymoron. I know. (laughs) Dang. Well, I hope you all had a good weekend. Yeah, it was pretty good. That sounds better. Yeah, I'm on the mend. Yeah. Not 100%, but I'm not complaining. Yeah. Much better. A little stuffy, but we'll take it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, purple, your Weber State this morning. <laughs> sure. Why not? Great, great, great. There you go. Uh, it is going to be a okay day starting out. Then we got a couple of little uh, storms. They're calling it, again, kind of a phase one, phase two thing that's going to be happening about midday today. They say the uh, rain should start maybe around 10 a.m., uh, then uh, pretty much in full effect by noon today. 90% rain for tonight. 70% tomorrow, 40% into Wednesday. Really isn't going to be turning into snow possibly until Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. If we do see anything at all, it might affect our more uh, Wednesday morning commute of this week. So uh, this one is a wet one. They say it's, they keep referring to it as being juicy. Mm. Even, uh, <laughs> thought maybe, yeah, okay. <laughs> maybe it's a little too early for that <laughs> um but uh, five to ten degrees above our normal high man i went for a walk yesterday it was like spring kind of weird isn't it yeah uh, a little breezy and at times but anyway we're looking at 46 today 50 tomorrow which is actually 12 degrees above our normal high of 38 uh, for this time of year, 44 on uh, uh, Wednesday, 45 Thursday. Not so bad after uh, Wednesday. Uh, that'll clear out mainly by about Wednesday afternoon. Thursday looking pretty decent, just partly cloudy and 45. Uh, same thing there for Friday and maybe another disturbance coming through for Sunday if they want to get an idea as to how the storms are lining up. But they, these really are going to produce just uh, rain in the valley. Um, we'll see maybe some snow in the mountains. However, they're even saying that the snow in the mountains will be a little on the wetter and heavier side. So this one isn't going to be that light, as light and fluffy powder as uh, we've been experiencing. Right now it's 32 and cloudy downtown. Okay. Ah, man. You sure do look pretty today. How'd you see me? Well, I can only see you from the waist down. Yeah. Well, that's the best part. But those jeans sure do look pretty today. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, you look—you uh, look also very pretty yourself, Dipster, as always. Oh, you're just saying that. Well, you know, uh, no, you really—it's just amazing. The that purple is just a great accent, isn't it? Uh, yeah, with your blue headphones and your yellow watch. Yeah, it makes for, it makes for a very <laughs> colorful scene over there. <laughs> National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. Can we say enough? No. Oh, my gosh. Law Enforcement Appreciation Day, back in the blue. Of course, uh, we try to express that as much as we can. We appreciate you. We uh, appreciate the fact that you kind of keep us in check, uh, which you can probably tell uh, a couple of the people kept me in check uh, getting here this morning, too. So had to make sure that I was obeying the law and the correct speed limit but thank you so much for all you do back in the blue now i swear we just had this national clean off your desk day well maybe we need it more often maybe that's why they throw that in there do we do that maybe twice a year i don't know i think i kind of cleaned mine off last weekend kind of yeah 
It wasn't, you don't it wasn't spend that a whole, bad. Yeah, you don't spend a whole lot of well, time I just, at I that mean, anymore. I'm at home because I usually yeah. work from home now. Oh, I mean, so, I uh, see what you the, mean. Yeah, my one upstairs is a mess because stuff <laughs> just still... accumulates and I don't even see it. Well, and they're still... Uh, Since the times of the Rona. I know, right? Yeah. It's kind of like you go in and it's a deserted yeah. area. Yep. Uh, word nerd day. National Word Nerd Day. Are you a are you a Wordle person? I like Wordle. Do you? Yeah, it's frustrating, but I like it. What about words with friends? Uh, no. Do you I do used, that much? I played that. I used to play that a long time ago. Is that old school? Is that like if you said words with friends, somebody would go, "Oh, that's so yesterday." Well, you know, I just think it's been around a long time. I think it's fun though. Yeah, I like it. My wife plays it. Uh, yeah, I like and it. So I, you know, um, National uh, Apricot Day. So you say apricot, which I, I do. do too, but a lot of people say apricot. apricot. Remember that Your So Vain song when Carly Simon says yes. your scarf, it was apricot. Oh my gosh. I didn't even think that's what they were saying. And I that. was like, what? Oh, wow. Apricot, what? I had to look to... it up. I'm like, oh, is that what it says? And then I'm like, oh, she says apricot. So it's just, uh, she's just referring Your to apricot. Your scarf, it was apricot. That well, just doesn't that, that sound would, right. Well, it would for a Western song, it would. <laughs> for, for an old country song, it would. Apricot. I love apricots. I do, too. Mm. They're pretty good. We had an apricot tree then in our, uh, our yard that we would. And it, it seems like there's a very, to correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't there kind of a very small window for apricots? It seems so. like they. I think I'm going to plant one in my yard this year. Because cool. I love them. Uh, is that what? What would be your three favorite fruit trees if you could plant in in order of of how you would love them? Peach, apricot, <laughs> and no April or apple. No apple. Uh, I was gonna say. I guess I'll say apple. I'm not a huge apple fan, but I guess I would pear? say apple. Love the pear. Plums. Uh, not okay. so much. What about you? I would probably go with uh, a, a, oh man, that's a tough one. Apple, I think, would probably be my that's first. That's your favorite? Yeah. Then peach. Um, But it's just, uh, it just seems to me like we had apple trees growing up. Cherry. I would put a cherry tree in. We, I love. We had a cherry, a wild cherry tree, so they weren't as good as. Yeah. You know, They're like being the domesticated or, cherry or whatever. Yeah. But we had a wild cherry growing up, in, a tree growing up in our yard, and we loved to climb up there and grab some cherries. I would have to get over the um, the little block I have in my brain about cherries because there was a time that I um, picked a bunch of cherries off our tree there in the yard growing up, and I'm halfway through chowing down on them, and then opened them up and noticed little worms. Worms. You know, and so then I thought, well, maybe I just got a a one. You know, next one worm, that's next pro, one worm, protein, next Dave. one worm. I'm like, oh crap! I'm just, <laughs> Did you get <laughs> sick? I, no, I didn't. You know, but it it just is weird. Um, International Choreographers Day, Deb. I don't know why Boy. you're referring to me because that's as far from me as. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm the Elaine Bennis of dance. And play day. Oh, play day. Oh, no, excuse me. Play God days. Sorry, I read Oh, it well, that's different. Play, yes, it is. <laughs> Completely different. Yeah, that's totally different. There's a play day and then there's a play God day. 
It's National Static Electricity Day today. Wow. So rub a balloon on your head. Yeah. Well, I do that every day. <laughs> just to, <laughs> just to try to get the old Yeah, just to give it a little body. How do you fluff up your mullet? Well, I rub a balloon on my <laughs> well, head. Well, sure I do. Yeah. Have you ever had static electricity like shock you to the point where you're going, I mean, that was. Yeah, you bam. feel like you're going to go down. Yeah. Like, oh, that was powerful. Some pretty good stuff. Tell me the stories of traffic oh my on Monday morning. Dave must have gone to church yesterday. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. You betcha. Breezy. We'll uh, see a little partly sunny here this morning, turning cloudy by later on this afternoon as we hit that 80% mark of rain. Right now it is 33 and cloudy downtown. That's the name of the song, song I uh, thought you should know. Morgan Wallen on the Z, his latest. Morgan sparking a little controversy over the weekend after pouring a drink down a woman's top at a bar in Nashville. Oh, the Morgan. incident was caught on camera. The footage is... <laughs> and now it doesn't... I don't think anybody's really sure who she was or if he knew her or what happened. Um, it says uh, he was hanging out on the Broadway strip in Nashville on Friday. He decided to visit the bar. It doesn't say which one. Uh, the people at the place recognized him, took out their mobile phones and cameras to take pictures. Uh, in the video going viral on social media, the 29-year-old singer is first seen greeting his fans. Meanwhile, a blonde woman is seen walking in the background. The footage then shows Wallen chatting with some of his friends as the woman in question goes toward him and pulls him away from his buddies. He looks frustrated and pulls away the woman's hand. She then leaves him and moves back and goes toward a female friend. At that time, Wallen creeps from behind picks up a cup full of drink and drops it down the woman's top. She looks shocked and pushes him back a little. Not yet known what led the singer's actions and what relationship he had with uh, the, the woman. His team has not commented on the issue. Fans were disappointed with the whole incident. So he was irritated a little bit over the over them doing certain things. And That's then he was like, what it looked like. So it wasn't like all in fun. He may have done it out of irritation. He may like, have. Wait a yeah. minute. Yep. You biatch. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Huh. Well, I mean. Hmm. Yeah. I don't I don't think anybody really knows for sure what happened. Maybe he'll maybe he'll explain it. Maybe he'll feel like he doesn't have to. Now, is he California sober or uh, I can't remember the last time we talked. They mentioned I thought we heard that. Uh, I, I think he said he did his tour mostly sober last year. Yeah. Hey, you know, that ought to be a song. Mostly sober. Wouldn't that be a great country song? Yeah. Or California sober. Yeah. That's a good song somebody should uh, Somebody should do that. Well, happy Monday, everybody. It looks like we've got some uh, fun things happening for you here this week. Um, you know, of course, all of our regular stuff. We have our uh, um, Dump It or Dig It that you can vote on when. Comes up at 8.20-ish each morning. Battle of the Sexes around 9.30. We're also going to be throwing out uh, some rodeo tickets that are going to be coming up this weekend. 
Got the, the new single old... from Chase Rice coming up with Dump It or Dig It. Yeah. Uh, you can enter to win to see Katy Perry in a fun little getaway to Vegas. Two nights hotel accommodations at uh, Resorts World Las Vegas and two tickets to the show. Uh, we'll do that drawing on Friday at 5. Uh, it's a listen to win. You can enter every day to increase your chances. And it also increases your chances of winning if you share it across your socials. Uh, so just go to Z104Country.com to do that. I'm actually really interested to um, hear the reactions for the Chase Rice Dump It or Dig It because the title is I Hate Cowboys. Isn't it? Isn't yeah. Isn't that the one? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Man, that one, as soon as I said that, I thought, wait a minute. Does that sound right? So anyway, uh, it'll be a fun one. Uh, might be a little bit e- uh, healthier for you to eat foods in a specific order. Now, there have always been things, and chime in here with me, help me. Have you ever heard, like, don't take medication with milk? Like, if you have normal pills that you take and stuff like that, I've heard that if you take it with milk, it inhibits the digestive process. Um, And I also, you know, know that some medications that you take, I think, are better on an empty stomach. Some you should be taking with something on your stomach. It's usually on the label. But there's got to be something to do with the digestive process of everything. And so this is what they're saying here. 2015 study found that one thing that helps uh, not to, to not have your blood sugar spike too much uh, is eating your foods in a specific order. Now, a lot of people, when they say type 2 diabetes, that's the one that you control by diet. Type 1 is the having to take shots every day. Uh, so this is something that people do need to be mindful of because it does, you know, spike those blood sugars, like you said. Most important part is eating your starchy or sugary stuff last. Eating starchy or sugary stuff last makes your body digest the sugar more gradually so it doesn't get in your bloodstream right away. Now, the study found it can reduce your blood sugar spikes by 75%. So here we go. Here's the order you're supposed to go in. Vegetables and other high-fiber foods first. Fats and proteins are next, and then you finish with simple carbohydrates or anything with sugar in it. Some TikToker recently tested it out, and it worked. He ate the exact same meal two days in a row, broccoli, avocado, tuna, and rice. That's the correct order you should eat them in. When he did it the opposite way, his blood sugar spiked twice as much. Hmm. So vegetables, what's the order? Vegetables, Fiber, protein, fat. And yeah, vegetables, then, uh, yeah, uh, and then fat like, and protein, like and then carbohydrates. carbs. I just go right straight to the simple carbs. The simple carbs. <laughs> Dessert. No, I do love no. vegetables, and I love meat. Uh, I don't always eat all that at the same at a meal, but. But however, when you go to a restaurant, they're bringing baskets full of chips. Uh, you know, that's and your rolls. Ca- and your ca- and rolls and breadsticks yep. and. <laughs> So, yeah, that throws the carbohydrate order right out the window. All right, we're back. Time for the pledge. It is a National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. Big old shout out to Back in the Blue. Um, and thank you so much for all you do. That rhymed. Hey, yeah. I better get a I better do a bumper sticker. Right. You can give us a call here on the studio line, by the way, to help us out with the pledge, or uh, you can also do that on a pre-recorded basis ahead of time. I mean, obviously, we're going to go to the line and grab somebody here, but if you want to go to our Z104 app, if you don't have it, this is it's, I'm still kind of amazed. At, I thought this would be the number one uh, 
app download in the whole country. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, a lot of people use it. I'm not saying that. I'm just it's just interesting that you'll talk to people from time to time, and they'll go, "Well, yeah, we moved. We can't listen." No, you can listen everywhere, and it's uh, pretty cool. You can vote. On Throwback Thursday on stuff, you can also drop in audio comments if you want on this open mic section that we're talking about. And you can also, of course, uh, pre-record um, or go ahead with the Pledge of Allegiance. So if you gather around with family or maybe you do have law enforcement people in your family, that would be a good time for you to just jump on and, hey, say, we all gathered around and wanted to do the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, so we appreciate all y'all. Morning, the Z. What's your name? Dallas. Dallas, how are you? Good, but it's Thoas. Oh, Thelus, oh, Tho- yes. Thoas. Thoas. Oh, now remember, I remember. Remember Thoas? Because yes. you can Thoas the ball. I do remember that. We were kind of teasing about that. How have you been? Been doing good. Good. What'd you do for uh, the new year? The new year? Yeah. I went to bed at like 10. Okay. <laughs> Woke up to a new year. I'm, I'm old and retired. Uh, good for you, man. What uh, what gets you up and going in the morning when you're retired? I'm afraid if I'd retire, I'd just be like, ah. Uh. I'm going to pick up my buddy who uh, can't drive. Uh, go play racquetball. Oh, good for you. That's Still awesome. Yeah, that is really cool. Now, do you guys do the pickleball thing, too? No, there's not enough movement there. Oh, really? Yeah, come on, Dad. I know. That's for sissies. Right? I know. <laughs> no, wonder I, no wonder I like it. There's no movement. <laughs> Racket ball. In fact, they come and set up there's a chair movement. for Dad. She... I just can't work up a sweat playing pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's play chair pickleball. If it comes anywhere in my area, I'll just, hit it while I'm sitting down. It. Yeah. If not, then I'm out. All right, well, uh, good, good on you, buddy, and I'm glad to hear you're staying active and uh, healthy and all that fun stuff uh, in your retirement years. We appreciate you calling in. Of course, do you know of anyone? I mean, don't we all kind of know of someone in law enforcement? Oh, yeah, I've got a couple of good friends. Yeah. So, so great, guys. Yeah. I just can't say enough about them. And my gosh, there were, uh, and I know that we still have issues, but, man, there was a, a horrible streak of crap going on that was just given given law enforcement a bad name and uh i was just sitting there thinking i, I don't even know i know i couldn't do it you know yeah. come spit in but my face my wife or, says my wife says uh when she hears about things like that come on people just be nice right yeah i know can't we all just be kind right Yep. But uh, it is. It's a horrible thing. And it's just, it is one of those things where you think, yeah, you can you can uh, show disrespect to law enforcement, but then as soon as you're in trouble, you expect them to be there. Yep. That's, 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 right. the, yep. uh, that's the thing, man. So anyway, uh, thank you so much again for calling uh, on National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day and helping out with our pledge. Go for it, Thoas. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. It's 
gonna be a long one, another graveyard shift. As he says goodbye to his wife and kids, it's been his life just like his dad's, driving away under the weight of the badge. He's seen it all in his 15 years. Watching our backs, facing our fears Lord knows it ain't no easy task Keeping us safe under the weight of the badge He swore that oath to protect and serve Pours his heart and soul into both those words Lays his life on the line The line he walks is razor fine Tempered strength is always tough But he ain't gonna buckle under the weight of the bag With his wife and kids praying by his bed He said, I'm gonna be alright There's just sometimes you gotta fight And the truth is nothing truer could be said I do it for us And I do it for them And I ain't gonna buckle Under the weight of the past great song george Strait, the king of country right there and uh, the king of uh, that song right there called the weight of the badge and thoas with our very impactful pledge of allegiance right before that so thank you so much for calling in and helping us well thank you very much you're welcome i can tell you about an area that uh and i and i'm not surprised because we've had all of this great snow but there was an area that was really backed up on saturday morning and that was at the mouth of the canyons, and that's no big surprise. It's not like a, you know you have to be a rocket scientist to figure out that 
they're uh, everybody's heading up skiing. However, I have never seen it that bad. I've never seen Wasatch Boulevard backed up so far. I've never seen. Uh, I mean, it was backed up way back along all the way through into Pepperwood, if you're familiar with that area. Everybody's excited about the snowfall we've had. Oh, my gosh. And that was just to try to get up Little Cottonwood Canyon. So I flipped a little Yui and went and took a little alternate route. But, man, uh, it was. You took an alternate route up Cottonwood Canyon? No, it took an alternate route to where I was going. Oh, gotcha. Um, usually oh, I thought a, you'd be up there trying to ski. Oh, I, I would love to, but I'm not going. I, I had other gotcha. uh, unfortunate things I had to handle on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I don't know if I would have the patience to wait in the line <laughs> to get up the, the canyon. I, I I might pick a weekday <laughs> after I'm off the, the bus. Yeah, yeah. You know. Probably have to drive up late at night, stay overnight, yeah. and get up and ski from the resort. Man, it's just a, it's it's great. Yeah, it's you awesome. Know, we talked about how we got seven feet of new snow just in the last couple of weeks, and uh, and that's not that's on top of already the the base after base after base big huge snow snow snowstorms, just feet upon feet that we've just had, and it's just incredible. Uh, no wonder we pride ourselves as the best and the greatest snow on earth right here in Utah. And like Lee was mentioning when you and I covered afternoons last week, Deb. She was saying, uh, no more parking. You got to park down at the bottom of the canyon and uh, still take the public transportation up because you're not going to, there's no place up there to, and that would have been for afternoon and evening skiing as well. So there you go. The, uh, and we've got more snow on the way. It's another week. Now, the first part of today, okay, we'll have increasing clouds with an 80% chance of rain. Everything that we're going to be talking about here is going to be in the form of rain with this uh, next storm coming through, with the exception of maybe Wednesday morning. A little bit of that rain might be turning to snow, but it's a slim, slim chance. So pretty much rain in the valley, snow in the mountains for the next uh, few days as we start later on this afternoon, and this actually carries into uh, the first part of Wednesday, these storms. And with that being said... That means that our normal highs are going to be uh, well above our normal high of 38. It's going to be uh, 46 will be our high today. 50 will be our high tomorrow. Uh, Right now, it's 33 and cloudy downtown. Speaking of temperatures, we will be um, trying to figure... uh, All you have to do is answer this question in your mind, and we'll ask you this question, and we can actually figure out what part of the country you live in pretty much just by answering a certain question that is weather-related. Man, what a great song. Justin Moore, Priscilla Block, together, you, me, and Whiskey on the Z. You know, I'm sure our listeners will be surprised to learn that today is a very special day. Do you know why? It's Monday. Monday's bungo day. That's not surprising. That does not surprise me. That is not surprising. It's Monday. Everybody. Everybody back to work. Let's just get it over with. What is it? Showtime. Well, here we are, January 9th, a little over one week into the new year. I'm still sticking to my New Year's resolution to not make a New Year's resolution. (laughs) not going to do it. (laughs) No. Uh, so, football in the news. Houston Texans won their final game of the season, uh, which gave the number one pick 
in this year's draft to the Chicago Bears. The Bears promise to repay the favor by losing to everyone next year, too. The poor Bears. Isn't that crazy how that draft thing works? You know, you get the first pick, but you have to have a sucky season, and then you have to try to, you know, dig out. Uh, A Canadian company, we talked about this last week a little bit, invented that self-driving baby stroller, allows parents to keep their hands free, which will actually come in really handy when they need to use their cell phone to call police when their baby drives away. (laughs) This is an interesting catch-22, right? (laughs) Right. Uh, And then uh, a Wells Fargo executive was arrested on an Air India flight for urinating on a female passenger. Wow. Uh, It's part of the uh, Golden Shower Club. (laughs) <laughs> wow. 10,000 feet. Well, that is disgusting. Uh, I mean, I don't know what happened there, but maybe he thought she'd be st- been stung by a jellyfish or something. You <laughs> right. Know? And explain to me this uh, Kevin McCarthy process here. Since when do we just keep voting until it turns to our favor? Yeah, I, don't, it, that's, I, don't, uh, I don't know. That process just baffles me. Well, didn't get the outcome I wanted, so let's vote again. Well, didn't... 15 times. Unbelievable how I, I, I don't, you know, it's like, well, we'll just keep. However, I understand now that he has given up enough, uh, what is it, I guess, power or control. So it's pretty much just saying, hey, you guys, I'm in here now. He finally won uh, the Speaker of the House vote over the weekend. And so, and again, after numerous, numerous uh, tries. It says, until the House chooses a Speaker, it is legally unable to do anything else. As long as it's in session, it has to vote for a speaker. If the vote fails, it has to vote again and again. Um, someone nominates Kevin McCarthy, someone nominates Hakeem Jeffries, and someone nominates someone else. Then a clerk reads the name and records the votes of the 434 members. Uh, even though everyone knows that no candidate can reach the necessary majority, and even though everyone knows how everyone else will vote because we've already done this 15 times. Yeah. The only thing that changes is which someone else the someone else voters are voting for. <laughs> so it's reasonable to ask why they're all still there, still voting for someone else. The answer is they have no choice. The newly elected House must swear in a speaker. The speaker must swear in members previous to entering in any other business. In other words, until the House chooses a speaker, it legally cannot do anything else. The only option for it is not to be in session, but to adjourn. Somebody must make a motion to do so, and everyone must agree. Wow. <laughs> Democrats won't vote to adjourn. They say Republicans must get their act together and choose a speaker. Mr. McCarthy's critics have been reluctant to do so because it is in their interest to highlight time and again that the Republican leader lacks the votes to win the speakership. I, I, I just, uh, and from what I understand... I'm not deep into politics, but from what I understand, the reason that he finally got voted in after 15 times is that he did have to give up some things. Exasperation. Yeah, well, and and he has to, uh, I think there's some uh, certain control on other things down the road that they're like, all right, we'll put you in, but we got you by the balls, basically. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and you know what? I wish that process would have been the same. You know, you and I have been nominated from time to time. Why don't they just keep uh, do, redoing the votes till we finally win? <laughs> we never win a damn thing. We get nominated for a bunch of stuff that. but we don't, for our yeah. morning show. But why don't they just keep voting until we finally win? That's what I like. Yeah.
growling. Here we go. Nineteen fifty nine on this very day, nineteen fifty nine. Rawhide. Wow. Came out. Yeah. Yeah, remember that part? Move, move them up. Say, what did they say right there? Move them up, head them out, load them up. I don't know. <laughs> Take him to the butcher. <laughs> <laughs> it's round them up, head them up. Here we go. You should see this. Cut see this. Cut them out, but cut them up. Well, That's the butcher they're part. The, they're, they're going, going to, to the, the slaughterhouse. They're going to the slaughterhouse well, I get anyway. That, but it's kind of hard to cut move cattle if they're a- eat your beef. <laughs> Raw hide. I know. And the, the funny thing about all this, oh my gosh, I wish you guys had cameras sometimes in the studio. There's a there's 99% times that I don't want a camera in the studio, but that was the 1% time because she pulls up the lyrics and she's looking at him and she still can't. <laughs> she, she was like, Dave, Dave, the song moves very quickly. Sure it does. Okay, and you I, ready? Let's do it again. Yeah, okay, here we go. Uh, now, it's going to, st- I better back it up here a little bit because I want you to, let me give you a fair amount. Here we go. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And, and she's she's sitting up straight and she's got her chin down and she's going like she has this stick going down the back of her spine. Oh my gosh. Uh, Hilarious. Oh, that would work in the kitchen. Cut them up, play them up. Oh. I know, right? <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, 1959 Rawhide came out on this very day, January 9th. Breezy, partly sunny first part of the day here when we do see the sun uh, begin to rise. Then we're going to be quickly turning into a cloudy situation with an 80% chance of rain and a high of 46. Right now, 34 and cloudy downtown. Go ahead. Take us to the song. Head him up, moving up, head him out. Cut him out, ride him in, ride him in, ride him out. Cut him out, ride him in, It's way past. It's way past that part, by the way. <laughs> there we go. Well, I didn't know where you were going to start me. You started. Laney Wilson doing Heart Like a Truck on the Z. So, uh... We always try to throw out some uh, good news and then not so headline news. This is not headline news. A fire at a dairy plant in Wisconsin left storm drains clogged with butter. Also clogged with butter, the arteries of everyone who lives in Wisconsin. Bed Bath & Beyond is on the verge of bankruptcy, which is another way of saying that Halloween Superstore is on the verge of expanding. Scientists have finally figured out what made Roman concrete so durable and long-lasting. You're never going to believe the secret ingredient, Flex Seal. And Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin turned 79 today. At that age, he still rambles on, and his stairway to heaven has a chairlift. <laughs> this is not headline news. 
And she's buying the stairway. Move them up, head them out. To Move them up, head them out. Oh my gosh. Cut them in, ride them out. Yeah, that was a good mashup. Rawhide. Stairway to heaven and rawhide put together. That's where those cows are going. <clears throat> yeah, they are. Hey, I got a little thing for you here. Uh, answer this question. Y'all ready for this? Ready. The way you answer this is going to reveal a lot about where you live. It's 50 degrees, and you have to go out, and here are your choices. What are you wearing? Okay, I did that yesterday. A winter coat, hat, scarf, and gloves. That's option A. Nope. Mm-mm. A warm jacket and a hat. Nope. Mm-mm. A light jacket is option C, or D, shorts and a t-shirt. It's 50 degrees. Probably C. Although D is a possibility. Short and t-shirt. How about t-shirts. a C minus, D plus? 50 degrees, and you're wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Now, I mean, I know that 50 degrees to us feels okay. We had a family member come up because of this whole thing that's going on in our family right now. Uh, been living in Arizona for quite some time. Then they moved to St. George, and they're in St. George now. Okay. And you should have seen him out there the other day. And I'm like, we're all in almost, in, you know, just a bar- barely a light jacket, okay. option C. And he's going, man, we got to get... Uh, he's not used to it. And he's like, oh, what's it going to be like? Are we going to freeze? You know. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it really does. I mean, and didn't we also read that it's a myth that your body, uh, your blood doesn't thicken up? You know, we always uh, talk about that. Like, oh, yeah, we got thick blood. We got, we're used to this kind of weather where, you know, uh, obviously you're the thickness or uh, of your blood uh, is not so much related to the the weather. Uh, I mean, I'm no doctor. I just play one on the radio, but I, <laughs> I believe the thickness of your blood has to deal with how much crud you got going through it. So there it is. A, B, C, or D. I'm with C. I'm, I'm wearing a light jacket on a 50-degree day. I mean, yesterday I had a hoodie on and went for a walk, and it was... It was totally fine. Like by the time I got home, I was sweaty. Yeah. Now tomorrow it is going to be fifty degrees. It's it's projected to be fifty degrees. Now we're going to be getting rain. Uh, so that does that does make a difference. It factors into it. But I, we're just talking about with no rain on a fifty degree day. Uh, what are you wearing? A winter coat, light jacket, warm jacket, a light jacket, or shorts and a t shirt. The answer is. See, see, uh, at least for us, yeah, it's in general consensus. And for my kids, uh, shorts and a t-shirt. There's always that person in the family. Unbelievable. Yep. They, yeah. We'll go up to uh, we'll go to uh, Hogle Zoo and do the zoo lights or something like that, you know. And everybody's wearing. I mean, it's twenty degrees, uh, if even that. And everybody's all bundled up. And let me I'll guess, be, Trey. He's one of them. But you know who the worst culprit is? Tyler. Tony. Tony? Tony wears shorts in uh, 99% of the time year-round. It's the craziest thing. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's in the middle of the winter or not. Wow. So it was weird. Um, so there you go. It does tell a lot about where you are. Uh, where would you even get apricots this time of the year other than just canned, right? Can't get them at the store? I don't think so. I haven't, I seen, haven't any. seen any, but no, I, haven't I haven't looked. looked. I haven't I'm looked gonna, either. I'm, I'm a look this week. You should, because I got me a hankering for an apricot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. On our way back here in just a little bit.
Kojo, CJ, Cody Johnson, and a song called Human. Now, how would you like to have your ice cream thrown at you? <laughs> There's actually a place now that throws your order at you. It's called Catch an Ice Cream. Recently opened in New York. Their gimmick is they throw you your order. <laughs> it comes as one big scoop that they hurl across the room. You're supposed to catch it in a bowl. It opened last summer, but two videos are trending right now. One of people catching ice cream and one of people dropping their ice cream. Now, if you drop your order, they give you a new scoop. So it's just for fun. TikToker named uh, Dylan LeMay opened up uh, opened it after he uh, you know, got a following online while working at Cold Stone Creamery. That just seems to me like a... I mean, it's a fun novelty, but Man, it, it looks seems tricky. like a waste. Yeah, it looks tricky. You know? And to me, I'm like at the five-second rule. If I drop just... You'd, all pick right. it, you'd pick it up and eat it? I mean, I'd rather eat it to pick it up and eat it and have two scoops if they throw me another one than just have them throw yeah, it away. they're just going to throw it away. You know? Um, have you guys... Uh, are you ever baffled at the amount of money that somebody makes in acting? Actors, actresses, movies, TV series? Consultants baffle me. Yeah. Let me come in. You guys pay I'll me. Tell you how to run your business. Two hundred grand make more a year. Than anybody here at the company. Yeah. Uh, and and then I'll disappear. <laughs> I w- <laughs> stranger Things. Now I am not a big Stranger Things fan. You? Uh, I really like it, but I have not watched the latest season. I'm still. I keep thinking oh, I'll get it because I don't know. I just I haven't watched the last season. But so what, I I I, ha, I did watch. I think there's four seasons, and I did watch watch the first three. They are um, getting some big raises ahead of the fifth and final season. So yeah, you're right. There was four seasons, uh, but ever, not everybody was treated equally. Uh, and we'll find out here. Netflix created four separate pay tiers, and here's kind of how they shake out. Now the first tier is compromised uh, or comprised of adult actors, Winona Ryder and David Harbour. Uh, they're banking nine point five million each for season five. See now that surprises me because I thought the male would get more money than. Oh, Dave! <laughs> <laughs> but I guess they're both banking nine and a half million for the season. Now the second tier is the uh, main child actors, uh, and is it Gatton? Gatton, Matarazzo, Caleb McLaughlin, Noah Schnapp. Finn Wolfhand and uh, Sadie Sink, they're all making uh, just over $7 million. Uh, tier 3 is the older teen actors, Natalia Dyer, Maya Hawk, Charlie Heaton, and Joe Keery. They're getting over $6 million each. Everyone else is part of the fourth tier uh, and makes, quote, much less, whatever that means. Now, you might have noticed uh, that we also left out a very important cast member, possibly the most important, Millie Bobby Brown. That's because she's in a category all her own, of course. She has a deal with Netflix that includes not only Stranger Things, but also the Enola Holmes movies and at least one other project. Uh, probably safe to say that Millie Bobby Brown makes more than anyone else. Man. Good Radio. Yeah, yeah, that's no, I crazy. Know. That uh, I know we're in the wrong business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, the, or the right business. Yeah. We love our gig. Yeah, we do. We just... Uh, we just Go with what And I just uh, it tend is. to spend what I make. So I'd probably still be in debt if I was Millie Bobby Brown because yeah. I'd just buy more stuff. Right. 
which is what they have done survey after survey. It seems like when we read, it just seems like the more you make, more money, more problems, yep, right? Yep. Now, are we we're, are we boomers or what the heck are we? Did we decide what we are? Now, you've got your millennials that happen into the mid, they say roughly it starts around the mid-80s if you were born in the mid-80s. Okay, the boomers so we would are have to be, 46 to 64. X is 65 to 80. Oh, uh, so we're barely in the category of boomers then, just over the 46 mark. Age 46, you say? No, 1946. I'm like, what oh. are you talking about? Oh, okay. I thought you 1946 meant. to, what did I say? 1946 to 1964. Oh, okay. Gen X is 1965 to 1980. Uh, millennials or Generation Y, 1981 to 1996. And Gen Z or iGens, born 1997 to 2010. They did this thread online where people are talking about the cranky boomer opinions. They actually agree takes that most people actually agree with people share way too much on social media okay yeah i mean yeah i i I think that's in agreement everywhere along the line screw touch screens uh they want the physical buttons especially in the car yeah i'm okay with the touch screen uh i i hate going to concerts and seeing everyone with their phones up these are mm-hmm. these are things that boomers say that a lot of people agree with. You mean video, not not the flashlight thing, not during a slow song where everybody you know yeah, does the wavy thing. Yeah, everybody's taking pictures of the show. Everybody's not living in the moment. Right. They're sort of. Uh, I and mean, I, they I, are. I, I, they are, but I I'm kind of guilty of that. There's times that I'll pull out my phone and take a little video here and there of stuff that's going on. Um, how about this one? Ed? I will never own an e-reader. Nothing compares to the real paper book. I do love a paper book, but an e-reader is much cleaner. Mm. I know. The last book I bought uh, was an e-book. So maybe we are a little more millennial than we think. Maybe. Uh, I want to read articles online without entering an email, creating an account, and giving my phone number. I totally agree with that. Yeah. I absolutely hate that when I click on something I want to read, and it's either clickbait Nothing but ads. Yep. Or they want me to sign in, create an account so I can read the article. Yeah. No. Here's the next one that I think we all agree on. Uh, just want to speak to a real person on the phone when I have to call for business. Uh, automated customer service lines are the worst. And they are. It's so frustrating. Because you can go through, and especially if you guys ever lost your phone call and you have to go through this process the about three layer. different times. Oh. And... Yeah, you've gone through and... You're never going to get the same person again. No. They're they're not... You're never going to find that person. You click the automated thing. You think you're going through the right uh, menu, yada, yada, yada. You hit it. You finally reach a real person. Tell them You explain their whole story. story. They're looking up your account. You're telling... Oh, well, we're going to have to have... Yeah. We'll need to transfer you to a different department for that. So, yeah, it's very frustrating. Paper menus now, this are far happened, superior to the QR code. Yeah, this happened to us a lot in the Rona. Yep. They'd have the QR code sticker on the table. and you'd. Uh, a lot of people sticking with it. We went to Hale Center Theater again, saw Little Mermaid over the weekend. Uh, uh, incredible. Uh, I will always say this, incredible. 
And uh, the the way that they put everything together is just top-notch, best uh, stuff. And they still have the QR code on the back of the seat in front of you for the program. Oh, okay. If you want to kind of follow along the program. And so you scan the little QR code. Oh, and they, I, you saves know, paper. Saves paper. Yeah. Uh, paying good money for a or using apps for everything, like going to Disney World, not being able to do anything, including eat, unless you use the app. Or paying good money for a product that doesn't do the thing it says on the box until you install the app. Um, yeah. Now, what about, uh, do you like the smart refrigerators, the smart toasters, stuff that just kind of you know, does I have stuff a smart, automatically? I have a smart oven. I have a uh, smart dishwasher. I have a smart washer and dryer. If they're so smart, why don't they do their own thing? <laughs> I've, never, I've never used the feature. <laughs> I just, I've never used it. All right, that's one of uh, them. So I don't know about a smart fridge. I don't know if I would use it or not. Right. Uh, that's one of them, too, a smart refrigerator or toaster. And this is a classic old person meme, but it's kind of true. I really don't want people I don't know on my lawn. Get off Get my off lawn! Get off my lawn! But it's not just a boomer thing. They're saying that, that uh, all generations, even Generation X and... Um, and boomers and millennials all feeling kind of the same way. Megan Maroney in Tennessee Orange. Isn't that game today? The Bulldogs, the Georgia Dogs. Is it? And TCU, the Horned Frogs. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I haven't uh, been. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Horned Frogs are 13 and 1, and the Bulldogs are 14 and 0, and it is. I don't know what time. I think this is. I think that's is, the uh, national is, championship, isn't it, for yeah, college? Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, yeah. Five thirty tonight. Okay. Big uh, college national playoff championship game. I almost picked up the phone and called four one one on that <laughs> for information. Yeah. Do you hear that's going out of business? We'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit. Four one one. Last time you called four one one. Oh my gosh! Forever ago, right? <laughs> 411 going out of business. I hey, thought maybe that would have been I, game tonight. I know, right? And we're also going to be talking about the states with the longest life expectancy. We talked about uh, the, uh, this uh, just the other day where we uh, uh, there's a couple that have been married for 80 something years. They're both 102 years old. The longest living person right now, I think, on our planet Earth is 115. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, we or at least here in the United States, uh, the country, our country. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't think you'll be surprised at where Utah falls on this thing, too. Corey Kent and wild as her on Z104. You want to look something up uh, about Corey Kent or whatever it might be? Uh, we're not doing the 411 thing anymore. I don't know. Now, I did 611 when you need to dial on your cell phone, right? To, you know, dial right into, you know, getting information on your account. Stuff yeah, like for, that, 611. Yeah. But um, it's been forever since I've done 411. For AT&T, starting sometime later this month, AT&T customers with digital landlines uh, will <laughs> no longer be able to dial 411 or O for operator. I that, didn't even know it still existed. That isn't really surprising. Two years ago, AT&T ended operator services for cell phones. Verizon, T-Mobile, and other major carriers still offer it, but for a fee. Of course. We're sorry. 
Information 411 is out. Hey, can one of you Google what we're supposed to do? <laughs> Operator <laughs> services like 411 have been around for 100 years, so why are they ending now? AT&T spokesman said nearly all of the customers have internet access to look up information. In other words, look, we don't need an operator because you can just Google everything yourself. In 2021, there were fewer than 4,000 telephone operators, uh, down from a peak of 420,000 telephone operators in the 1970s. But there are still people who call the operator. In 2019, the FCC estimated that 71 million calls annually Uh, were placed to 411. Wow. Wow. Way more than I would have thought that even got, uh, t- you know, called. I thought it would have been like f- four. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know, I don't. And you are like you're the Google queen, especially when we're on the air too. You know, I mean, you're. It's because I don't know anything, and I have to look uh, stuff I up. No, yeah. no, no, no. You know way a lot, but I'm just saying it's one of those things that we don't. You know, we haven't uh, used that kind of a thing, and I'll turn to you so many times and go, what does this mean? What does this mean? We'll talk about certain things, and we'll go, what is this? And have, do you ever have those people that will that are fully tech savvy, and they'll come up to you and ask a question like, hey, so I know you got me uh, tickets for this little event or whatever. What time does it start? <laughs> um, probably just Google it and see. You know, I, I, you know what I mean? Maybe that's a poor example, or, but, but it just seems like when somebody, maybe you're going to the same event, of, you know, as a family or a bunch of friends and then they'll. Somebody did text in on the text line and bless your heart. Cause I'd probably do this too. Uh, are there, is there information for concerts on your website? Yes. And our website is Z104country.com. Yes. So you could do that. But again, I know. And, and That's probably something I would do. And I know we've probably all asked. I've done it. I've done it a thousand times. You know, if you're with somebody, you just think it's quicker to ask people around you. And if they know it, great. And if they don't, then you go ahead and move on to Google and start searching some stuff and find out. But man, it is uh, one slick way of looking up all, any information pretty much that you would ever, ever want to know. And with WebMD, we all have cancer. Yes. <laughs> no matter where you tap on the body on the screen, yep. it's always a symptom. You know, we enter a symptom. Yeah. It's, it's always one of the results. I've always wished, uh, I've wished that they would just tell me it was a hangnail. But it's like, no, uh, actually, probably what's going to happen is you're going to have to lose one side of your body. <laughs> uh, because your fingernail hurts on that one side. Right. Yeah, I know. It's it's uh, just being facetious. But, hey, the um, states that live the longest have the longest life expectancy. Now, you know, of course, this would come along with uh, certain factors to go along with it. Nice RX study ranked all 50 states based on life expectancy. And uh, we'll find out who came in number one, and we'll find out where Utah falls in. Uh, to place as well. So uh, the 10 states with the highest life expectancy are Connecticut. And then we go to Utah. Utah's on there. Uh, Vermont. Oregon. New Hampshire. Massachusetts. California. Minnesota. Washington. And then Hawaii. Well, of course it's Hawaii. Right. 
Uh, the life expectancy in Hawaii is 80.7 years. Wow. Now, we've had this discussion, and we have talked about, would you like to live to be 100 years old? Let's just pick an even number. And what's the first response? Yes, if I had quality of life. Right. Yes. But if somebody is changing my diapers? No. Probably not so much. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. I don't know. You know... Mm-mm. I mean, unless it's my wife. Don't. I suppose if my wife is trying to change my diaper. Don't do that to Linda. <laughs> don't. But yeah. The, no, I don't want to be remembered like that. It is. It's a horrible thing. And uh, we've all gone through that. And uh, and just to see uh, I had how somebody the quality of life. close to me pass away the other day, sharp as a whip till the very end and just went suddenly. Yep. And then I have somebody else close to me that has wanted to pass away, non-functioning, Yep. been in that state for a couple of years. Yep. And you just wonder why, Yeah. you know? But no, I'm right there with you on that. Now, on the lowest end of the scale, the 10 with the lowest are, uh, I guess this would go backwards the other way, South Carolina. New Mexico. Oklahoma. Arkansas. Tennessee. Kentucky. Alabama. Louisiana. Uh, West Virginia. And Mississippi. Mississippi, life expectancy there, uh, 71.9 years, 10 years less than uh, residents of Hawaii. Isn't that crazy? Regions with the highest life, ex- regions with the life, highest life expectancy <laughs> are on the east and west coasts of the U.S. and lowest are in the south and Midwest. Now, they also say the difference between men and women has also widened just a little bit. Now, men in America have an average life expectancy of 73 and a half years. Women can expect to live until the age of 79.3. It's because you guys are you're doing all the, the stuff, hard lifting and, and we're just, we're just home watching yeah. TV. I mean, what kind of... Occasionally, we might vacuum, what kind of snack. Right. I mean, what kind you of stress... You guys are out in that pressure cooker world. Right. And, and the stress... It's in taking the, a toll. The stress in the kitchen. Come on. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Anyway, um, I uh, I just would, I would like to, uh, wouldn't we all like to have a crystal ball, you know, especially when it comes to, you, you know, you go and you buy life insurance and, and when people close to you do die, even in an older age, which again, you and I have experienced and going through now, but it, it, it does make you stop and go, oh crap, man, I, I, I would uh, be leaving my family in a, just a world of hurt, uh, and yeah, it's just sorry. Uh, yeah, all I can do is apologize. Can't afford really. my life insurance yeah, policy. I know. And you know what I thought happened in life insurance? I thought if you and, and I'm just going to be naive, which I am a lot of times, but I am just going to give a naive statement here, and that is. I thought that when you locked in life insurance at the age that you did, I thought it like locked it in for life. Now, I know that that's naive. I have since learned. But I thought, man, when you, uh, I need to lock in life insurance at age 46 because then it changes again at 50 and it changes again at 55 or 60 or 65. And it, they have these little different things. And I thought, man, I, if I locked it in at this rate, I'm good to go. And, you know, of course, you later find out that no. When you move into a different age category, then the premium goes you up. you got to pay more. You know, so...
Anyway, I'm just uh, probably stupid and naive when it comes to that. But I always thought when I looked at those charts, I thought, well, that's not bad. I'll (laughs) lock in for $21 a month. Kenny Liska says married men die sooner than single men because they want to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've seen that. (laughs) Morning shout outs with Dave and Deb. Z104. You know, I am wiped out. I don't have any. Nothing? Nothing on my end. I obviously didn't get out much <laughs> well, over the weekend. You didn't go eat or anything? Well, I mean, I did. But, you know, what do you do? I mean, I guess uh, it's either, well, well, you know what it is. Nobody listens to us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And maybe they never did. But if I'm, uh, you know, if you don't get anybody saying, hey, I uh, listen to y'all, that's uh, probably not a good sign. Uh, shout out to my daughter Harper, whose birthday was yesterday. Hope you had a great birthday. From love from your mom. Uh, will you please wish Jennifer O'Hearn a very happy birthday today? We sure will. Happy birthday to uh, Lincoln Skidmore. Um, I think he's Coop Skidmore's little brother. Okay. Um, Down on the Lehigh area. Happy birthday, Cassie Wasmer, my sister from another mother. Uh, and then we have uh, some other birthdays. Uh, Gentry Rose. James Walsh, Nathan Perry, um, Pete Smith, Lene Jorgensen, Daxon Gines, Susan Delgado, Jamie Ray, uh, anybody else that's having a birthday today, Bryce Pryor, shout out to my dad, Paul Pryor, for his birthday yesterday. Alicia Larson, uh, shout out, remember she told us she was going cow elk hunting? Oh, yeah. Shout out to me for killing my cow elk this weekend. Love it. Maybe you will be able to get a little cow uh, elk jerky or something out of it. Yeah. No, good uh, uh, Good on you. And good on you for filling up the freezer with some of that delicious meat. Hey, what's your name? <laughs> Is it Bonnie? <laughs> yeah, it's Bonnie. It's Bonnie doing the rooster call. Happy New Year! Nate Smith, Z104. Called whiskey on you. Morning, happy Monday, y'all. Good to have you along and taking us uh, wherever your destination is uh, taking you, or maybe you're just tuning in there at work. We appreciate it. We just talked about some of the opinions that are actually crossing boundaries between boomers, Gen Xers, millennials that uh, were kind of mainly in common. What about these? Here's a list of the uh, Gen Z opinions that maybe actually make sense. Okay. Five day work week suck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Agreed. Agreed. Why pedal a bike when a motor can do all the work? Agreed. Yeah. Pajama bottoms can be worn all day. Agreed. There's nothing wrong with listening to a podcast while grocery shopping. Disagree. I haven't done that. I know, but, but still it drives me. I, Unless you're I'm not against it. I do see a lot of people uh with yeah, AirPods but, in. Yeah, AirPods. But I was thinking more along the lines of speakerphone. Oh, no. You know, wherever you go. No. Avocados go with everything. <laughs> Why pay rent when your parents have an empty basement? Absolutely. You can learn all you need to know in life from YouTube tutorials. You really can. I know. I totally, I seriously agree with that one. Yeah. Punctuation on text, total waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> just just uh, just keep it as one continual sentence. Yes. All caps. So you're screaming. And 
Final uh, opinion that Gen Z, uh, Gen Zers actually say that makes sense. Adderall is your friend. (laughs) So Domino's delivery driver going viral just by sharing how much she earned in tips. Now, this is interesting, isn't it? Isn't it crazy how some things go viral and then some people try and try and try to get something to go viral? Nothing. Nothing. It does. This Domino's delivery driver going viral. Now, don't look at it. Did you look at it? Okay, uh-uh. You didn't look at the amount, right? Uh -uh. Okay. Because I want to see who comes closer between you and Lee on this. Um, She uh, revealed she was sharing all of her tips uh, she received throughout her shift. Okay. Okay. Now, before I play this little thing, this little audio thing, I want you all to guess. It's a Domino's delivery driver. And the closest person, I, I guess you'd I have to say it, closest person, to, you're going to win uh, some tickets in our ZIP suite to the um, to that game tomorrow night. Yay. In our In our suite. Okay. Yeah, to Salt Lake City Stars. Okay. Basketball. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Um, Lee, are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, do I? I guess I can't do this without going over, or I guess I could just say closest. Okay. So go ahead, Deb. Guess. One shift, like, is that one shift? Eight Domino's hours? driver. I'd say seventy-five bucks. Okay, Lee. I'm going to say hundred bucks. Okay. Fifty-five twenty-nine. Fifty-five dollars and it? twenty-nine cents. Oh man! Here it is. Ready to say hello to the world. Oh, no, that's not it. That's the wrong clip. I was like, what? That's uh, so sorry. Hold on. Hold on. She sounds pretty happy for only getting 50 bucks. I know. I was just like, what? Oh, sorry. That was like, that was going to do the go, let's go, girl. Right? We'll talk about that, too, coming up in a minute. And there, here it is. So I just took my first delivery of the night. It was a cash delivery, and his food was forty six seventeen, And he gave me 50 and told me to keep the change. So I just took my 11th and final delivery of the night. They spent $56 and I did not get a tip at all. I got $13 in cash. We have a card that our credit card tips go on and I have $42.29 going on to my card in the morning. I mean, it's not terrible for a Monday. So total, $55.29. And again, I don't know how long the shift is and, and uh, I... But when I look, aren't haven't we uh, all been faced up with that situation where you're thinking somebody's got to pick up this thing, clearing the crap away in this restaurant? They got to drive clearing the crap to my house. They got gas, time, traffic, yeah. wear and tear, and they then deserve they, a tip, right? And then they give you the option, and this is how stupid cheap a I am. They give you the option, it's like 18% or something. I mean, you know how they give you those little options where you just want to click this to make it easy? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I want to pay $4.50. Oh, dang. No lie, have done this. And I've clicked on the custom and given them $4 instead. And I'm like, you idiot. Why don't you give them $5? Why don't you round it up? Right? And for them to drive clear in the crap. Now, I can tell you what does DoorDash. DoorDash is what, and in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, there's a delivery fee of $4.99 in there, plus there is, and I'm not trying to bash on DoorDash. Not, don't get me wrong. I'm not, you know, because because look, if somebody is DoorDash listening. DoorDash is our friend. Yes. 
Um, I just know that when I buy a $13 item from Panda Express, it comes to $26 by the time it's all said and done. A a, a three-item plate, bigger plate from Panda, is $26. Um, now, uh, it's not so bad when you think about it, when because my wife and I share it, but... I am one of those cheap guys that I'm, well, there's this service fee, then there's delivery fee. And so when you start seeing all of these fees that are added in there, you kind of think, well. It's like Ticketmaster. Yes. And so the driver then, you're at that point is kind of getting shafted because a lot of people think, well, you're already getting this delivery fee in there. When in reality, I don't think they do. I don't think they, I don't know if they even see that money. And. The menu prices are different than if you were to go in in person. Because DoorDash, I have also learned from a local business owner of a restaurant recently that DoorDash takes a certain percentage, a pretty good chunk of, and they're like, and I'm I'm just going to throw something out there, but I think it's close to about 30%. Oh, that's why they have the delivery fee. And it doesn't go to the delivery driver. That's what I heard. And then mm-hmm. I also heard that that's why they up their prices. So if you've ever gone to a, do- a menu, a do- did you just, yes, you just I didn't burp? mean to. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Kelsey's over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it happens, I was Deb. intently listening. It happens. And, uh, and so you have to uh, jack up your menu prices. So if you go and order something on DoorDash uh, and and – the menu price is now instead of a three item plate, instead of being at eleven, it may be thirteen dollars and something. You know, so anyway, they're having to jack up their menu prices too to accommodate for it. So uh fifty-five dollars and twenty-nine cents. You want to chime in on uh tipping. I just can't believe that somebody would not tip uh, uh at all on well, a pizza delivery. And what did she say? A fifty-six dollar order yeah, and no, no tip. tip. Crazy. Time now for Dave and Dab's Dump It or Dig It. Chase Rice up for vote this morning on our Dump It or Dig It. Chase has a brand new album coming out February 10th. Uh, It is called I Hate Cowboys and All Dogs Go to Hell. (laughs) Two things we disagree with. (laughs) But you got to hear it in context. Yeah. Uh, This song uh, is a heartbreaking account of losing the one you love because of someone else uh, like a cowboy. So uh, let us know what you think. Text us, 801-570-5767. Weigh in, dump it or dig it. Somebody's going to win four tickets for the RMPRA Rodeo this Friday night, Gold Spike Events Center. I mean, you know that there are a lot of people out there drooling over just Yellowstone alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. And 1923 and 1883. 1883, you know. Uh, And if you want to call in, that same number that you can text also gets here uh, through to the studio. And you can let us know that way. Chase Rice, I hate cowboys. Dump it or dig it. Hate it or love it. I hate cowboys. Their hats just look so stupid. Hate their wranglers and their boots and all them jukebox red dirt songs, man. I hate cowboys. They think they're scared of nothing. They run their mouths about bulls bucking. But eight seconds ain't that long. I wish they'd stay their ass at home. 
Cause they think that they're John Wayne walking through the door Turning every head, including yours Pretty things never seen one before It's got a thing for bad guys, yeah They ask her to dance while you're at the ball Starts talking about them Texas stars Next thing you know, you got a broken heart She's gone and that's why I hate cowboys Gone just like the wind He took a hard one on the chin And I still ended up on the losing end Cause they think that they're John Wayne Walking through the door Turning every head and gluing yours For the things never seen one before He's got a thing for bad guys, yeah They ask her to dance while you're at the ball Starts talking about John Wayne walking through the door, turning every head, including your pretty things never seen one before. It's got a thing for bad guys, yeah. They ask her to dance while you're at the ball. Starts talking about them Texas stars. Next thing you know, you got a broken heart. Think about it. It's our Dump It or Dig It song this morning. It's called I Hate Cowboys. Chase Rice. little different style for that yeah. brother right there. A little more acoustic. A little yeah. more raw. Yeah. Uh, Definitely some little old school in there as well uh, with that sound right there. And, of course, his take on the fact that uh, I Hate Cowboys is because she stole the hearts, uh, the heart of my girl or Cowboy whatever. Cowboy stole my girl. Right. And that's one of the main reasons. I can totally relate to that song. That's one of the main reasons that I am growing out a mullet, just so I can look a little <laughs> bit more like uh, Casey from Yellowstone. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dave, if I didn't know better, I I think I was in the studio with Luke Grimes right now. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Uh, dump it, Nathaniel Thompson. I dig this song, but if I hated cowboys, I'd be hating my grandpa and great grandpa, and they were awesome cowboys. Yeah. Uh, dig. He doesn't really hate cowboys. No. Uh, dig it. I like the sound. Uh, Gia Jones, love it. He's great. Nadine Oliver says, dig it. Uh, he could have had something if he'd had more than two verses to it. Dump it. Uh, let's see. Um, that's a country song for you right there. Couple uh, verses on a bridge and three chords in the truth, yep. and you're good to go. Uh, dig it, dig it. Chanda Abney says, dig it. Jason Weiss, dig it. I've lived this song since elementary, ranching and farming. Uh, take off your suit and saddle up, you city boy. Uh, Connie Comby says, dig it. Chris Gillette says, dig it. Kristen Peterson, digging it. AJ, dig it. Good song. Kara Cloward says, dig it. Todd Nally, digging it. Uh, Kenny Liska, I'm apricot on the fence, but I'm leaning towards a dig. Dig it from uh, Devin Kunzler. Uh, dig it. It's an easygoing song, a song to sway to. Liz, what a terrible name for a song. Dump it just for that. Plus, it's not that great. See, people are going to start hating on him personally because they think, oh, that's how he feels then. Uh, yeah, it's not really the meaning of the song. I mean, he hates cowboys because they stole his girl. Right, that's it. Now, uh, it is Chase Rice, in case you're ju- uh, just jumping in on our Dump It or Dig It song called I Hate Cowboys. We want to know what you think about it. Who is this? Yeehaw! Uh-oh, she likes it. All right, Bonnie that. from Spanish Fork. That's going to be a number one. Okay, there it is. She's one. predicting it already for us. Thanks, right. Bonnie. Thanks. Love you. Thank bye. You. I love you. All right, bye. bye. Morning the Z. Dump it or dig it. Hello? Uh, one more here. Dump it or dig it? Uh, definitely dig it, guys. I've lived this story when I was a free agent. Oh, boy, you stole, uh, you were a cowboy that stole somebody's I, I girl? I guess I have quite an enemy list. I didn't uh, realize I always walked away with the girl unless some guy thinking he could have done something better or different. Well, so you maybe are. I passed on a little education. <laughs> Bryce Pryor from the uh, Spanish Fork area, you're a true cowboy uh, through and through, though. And um, uh, I mean, it. do you feel like, now, have you ever stolen a girl from another cowboy? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to cross the paths. I just, if they weren't married at the time, they were considered they were open territory or they're considered, yeah, you know, open range. You know, she hasn't made a firm decision. Why not give her the choice to make a better decision or stick with the one she's got? Yeah. Saddle up. Let's go for an eight second ride, huh? <laughs> well, come on now. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, I know. I'm, All right. Thanks, dude. There's a lot more cowboy there than that. So. Yeah. No, I totally get it. Thanks a lot, man. Take care, okay, guys. Love Where you, bye. Uh, Trisha Langford says, dig it. Uh, we've got some music critics out there. LOL. Dig it. Uh, Christy says, dig it. Uh, dig it. I like the music. Uh, Michelle Stansfield, uh, dig it. Love me some cowboys. Uh, dump it. I thought I was on the wrong station. Huh. Uh, didn't expect it to be slower, but I'm obsessed with Chase Rice. Kelsey Austin, uh, dump it. Not loving it from Kristen. Shelly Schubert says, dig it. Dump it. Who the heck does country songs saying I hate cowboys? Guys, you got to listen to the song. Yeah. It's a twist. Uh, Tannen says, dump it. Jason Butler dumps it. Uh, dump it. Absolutely love it. 100% Wranglers. Jeanette Kendall. Holy crap, dump that. Uh, Monique Chauver says, dig it. To AJ Gilbert, dang, digging it. Good one for sure. Rhonda Bateman, dig it. Summer Andreasen, digging it. Uh, dig it from Derek Anderson. Deb Laguerra, dig it. Love me some Wrangler butts. 
Uh, dig it, awesome song from Heath Johnson. Uh, Steph Broberg says, dig it, uh, dig it, I really like it. Some cowgirls steal from other girls. That's true. Yeah, that's true. can go the other way as well. Um, all right, I wrote down my prediction. Uh, and I want to see if I'm right, so go ahead and tell us what you think I'm, it is. I'm going to say 75-25. Oh, uh, it was off a little bit. 80-20. I went 80-20. All right. Uh, well, uh, uh, thanks, everybody, for voting, voting the brand-new song from uh, Chase Rice, I Hate Cowboys. And for Bodie. And for, if you're boating, <laughs> yeah. good on you because it's cold. <laughs> All right, let's stop the music and you can find a winner. Summer Andreasen, Summer, you are the winner. Uh, we'll get these tickets to you. Four tickets for the RMPRE Rodeo this Friday night, Golden Spike Events Center. We'll have another dump it or dig it tomorrow morning, 820, right here on Z104. You'll be able to go up and see. Heart-pounding, ground-pounding, bone-crushing action with some cowboys, the toughest cowboys, taking on the rankest bowls right up there, and that's some good action for you. Sam Hunt and water under the bridge. Did you ever go out on a first date and kiss? I'm going to bring Lee in on this, too. Uh, Did you no. Ever... You were saving it? No, I just... Saving I just... those precious yeah. moments. First date was always just kind of, hi, how are you? Second date? Ugh. Maybe. I can't remember. Maybe. But I know never on a first date. Third base on the third date? Yeah. Did you just hear what I said? Third base. Not third base. No. No. Okay. <laughs> Deb's like, yes. No. All right. Let's no. Uh, actually, we probably ought to identify the what bases. What about you? Is first base kissing, second base is, is, uh, is light petting, and third base is heavy petting, and home run is all the way? Yes. Is that kind of the way it is? Sure. I, I think mean, is that so. pretty close? Yeah. Now, if you, don't know, right. if you don't know what light petting and heavy petting is, light petting is above the waist, <laughs> and heavy petting is below the waist. Uh, That's here's a, exactly. I just looked it up. That is exactly. Oh, is it really? Yeah. No way. I was just kind of throwing them into categories. First base is kissing and making out. Second base is touching above the waist. Third base is below the, I won't tell you what it is, below the waist. Yeah. Uh, and fourth base is exactly what you said a home plate is a yes. home run. uh 2023 uh we're into this year and we might be loosening up just a little bit if you're single uh what would you consider the ideal date to unleash the old first kiss date one date two date three or on your wedding first kiss on, on your, your wedding? wedding yeah no you got at least Test some of the merchandise. <laughs> I watched some show. Uh, I don't remember what it was or where it was, um, but they didn't believe in that. And the first kiss was on the wedding night. Wasn't that the the Duggars or I some think the family? Duggers the Duggars that. believe that. I, I that's what kind know. of comes to my mind is that they were. You're, they really didn't. You're you're right, Dave. Because I is that I what it was? That too. Yeah. They kept talking about how they were waiting for their wedding day to kiss. Yeah, they could hold hands. Altar. Yeah. Yeah. But that's about it. Dating website recently conducted this survey. They found that 45% of the people said second date is the perfect time to have the first kiss. 26% third date. 15% said, "Hey, let's uh, just let's just smack on the first date." Uh, they also said 60. <laughs> Schmack. It's just schmack. <laughs> they also said that 68% of the singles said that they say that they had open, they're open uh, to kissing someone on the uh, date one. 
80% said they'd kiss on the second date. 88% would be open to kissing on the third date, which is getting closer. 21% of us said you should ask someone if you can kiss them before going in for a first kiss. No matter matter what the date, right? No uh, matter whether it's a date one, date two, or date. And only 4% said to go in for the first kiss without asking. 75% say maybe it depends on the situation if you ask or not. Yeah, because what if... I think it depends on the situation, don't you? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you both kind of know when you're going to... I mean, if you're leaning in, they're leaning in, and it's, it's going to happen. Of an obvious... You don't want to stop and go, uh, excuse me, can I have a first kiss? You <laughs> That's know, a it, mood killer. It is. I know, you're like, uh, yeah. maybe yeah. not. Uh, whenever it happens, keep it under control. 98% <laughs> stated the, the ideal first kiss should be less than 10 seconds. And more specifically, 67% of people say that a first kiss should be between three and five seconds. Okay. Ten seconds is a long time for it a really first kiss. It really is for a first kiss. There's got to be more than lips involved in that. But man, if you're yeah, if you're exploring their esophagus, yeah, <laughs> then it's a little different. How about turning on your microphone? Thought I maybe. I heard you. Dave. I know I turned on Deb's mic, but not mine. <laughs> Keith, Keith Urban doing his thing there. It's his latest called Brown Eyes Baby uh, here on the Z. Uh, here's a too soon question: Steelers. Yes, did a, CB, a CPR celebration after a sack. Uh, was it a bad thing? Now, here's what happened. Less than a week after Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin, went into cardiac arrest, uh, actually two different times, uh, needed to be resuscitated on the field and in the ER. Emerge, uh, P, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers um, mimed uh, doing CPR while celebrating a sack. Now, here's listen carefully before y'all get too too judgy judgy. I don't because this is how it came down. Uh, during their win over the Cleveland Browns, Steelers linebacker Alex Highsmith sacked Deshaun Watson while Highsmith was still lying on his back. A teammate came over and did chest compressions on him before helping him to his feet. Now, it really just cannot be possible to anyone. Uh, that they were attempting to mock what happened to Demar. De, to uh, Demar, uh, internet seems pretty unanimous that it really was a bad idea. Hamlin uh, had his breathing tube removed on Friday, and he's now speaking. He was also live tweeting uh, Buffalo's win over the New England Patriots yesterday, and he was psyched when Niam Hines uh, returned the opening kickoff, ninety-six yards for a touchdown. Yeah, crazy, right? Uh, opening kickoff. First play for the, didn't Allen the quarterback didn't he say that was from God? Oh the, yeah, yeah, he was racist. Yeah, uh, it was the first play for the Bills since Hamlin's collapse Monday. Hines returned another kickoff for a touchdown in the third quarter uh, that went for 101 yards. The Bills won the game 35-23, knocking the Patriots out of playoff contention. But it is something. That I would probably do just not to be purposely mocking, just out of the you know out of the blue they just did it. There was not done on purpose. Obviously, they uh, this was not. I mean, they would. There's no way in hell that they would mock that a week after. But he ended up doing it. So then everybody thought, oh my gosh, and that is probably one of those moves that you go, oh crap. Yeah. As soon as you did it, you're probably thinking, I probably shouldn't have done that. Thought maybe it would be, you know. Funny, relevant. Funny, uh, stuff like that. But, man, nope. uh, Nope. Not so much.
All right. I had a couple of thoughts this morning. I know. You're okay. shocked, right? Yeah. Shower thoughts? Yeah, kind of. Like, for instance, what if we all, what if audiences at concerts and in theaters uh, were arranged by uh, their order of height? <laughs> Short people in the front? Yeah. And and you you go under a little bar that and it's like you can't may it match the bar then you have to move to the next level. Oh, day! Now the, here comes the thing. What if you've got a really short spouse or something? Oh yeah, you partner, couldn't sit together. You wouldn't be able to sit with together with your friends or spouse or anybody. Right. So then that quickly went out the window. Uh, here's another one. Um, don't you think the world would be a better place if the internet shut down between 11 p.m. and 7 a.m. Like yes. totally, if like yes. the whole freaking internet just shut down. We are closed. From 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. How about that? Yes. And here's my last one. Um, if you want to attract a woman, this was on the single basis. Now, And I wasn't thinking it for myself, obviously, because I have a wife and she accepts my dad bod the way it is. Uh, but don't waste time and money kind of buffing it up at the gym. Get qualified in, like, do-it-yourself, carpentry, uh, electrical, car maintenance, stuff like that, right? I think we have learned more and more, even over these last couple of years, it just seems to me like men think that women are just totally head over heels over just uh, 2% body fat. Yeah, but we've read uh, you know surveys, too, where uh, they love the dad bod. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm saying we've read we've read over the fact that it's it's not like you have to and the guys are out there they're all trying to buff it up when really if you're making a crap load of money and you've got that job that is is whatever now I know that sounds like a gold digger. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we really, don't, we don't care what you look like actually, as long as you're making a lot of money. <laughs> That's exactly what it is, Well, babe. I know. I know. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, did you guys know, uh, speaking of this, okay, okay, hold that thought for a minute. Uh, hold my thought. I'll hold my thought. We'll go into traffic. We'll do one final report here. So, is there such a thing as all female M&Ms? Now, I would say yes, what? because the ones without the nuts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Dave. But there's you need to all stay out of the shower. There's all female M and M's. I'm ready to say hello to the world. Let's go, girl. Hey! All female packs of M and M's supporting women, flipping the status quo mm-hmm. all over the world. <laughs> Brown, yes. green, yes. and purple power. Yes. That means no nuts. Yeah. I feel like a woman. There it is, just like that. You've got all female M and M's. That is it. That's that's really happening. Yeah. Um, the packages will feature flipped images or upside down images of the brands of female trio spokes candies, green, brown, and purple characters. Each of the limited edition packs, which will come in milk chocolate peanut. What? And There's, pe- I thought it was no nuts. And peanut butter varieties will also contain only green, brown, and purple candies 
women all over the world are flipping how they define success and happiness while challenging the status quo. So now, we now. at Mars M&M are thrilled to be able to recognize and celebrate them. And who better able to help oh us than our own powerhouse spokes candies? Green, brown, and purple. There you go. See, and I'm just going to bring home a bag of M&M's for my wife, and I'm going to say, flip it upside down. And it'll be WWs. Right. Yep. I'll just flip it upside down. I'll say, look, they've made a new bag of M&M's just for women. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it's W and Ws. They also, they also are donating $1 from every package sold up to a half million dollars to She Is The Music and We Are Moving The Needle. Two nonprofit organizations working to support women in the music industry. Wow. Uh, through January 15th, fans can also visit mms.com and donate to the women, uh, nominate the women in our lives who are flipping the status quo for a chance to earn a $10,000 grant. Uh, more information, just go to the mms.com website. Leave the and out, mms.com. My gosh, women trying to take the nuts out of everything. Uh, gross, so patronizing, we don't need candy to represent us. Right. Somebody just texted in. Top things uh, we lie about on resumes coming up. They also have a robot lawyer uh, that we will roll out here in just a little bit. And some of TV and movies moments where they were so funny, the actors could not even keep a straight face. We probably started seeing some of those bloopers as well. Lee is back this afternoon with uh, CJ doing the thing at 4 o'clock. Yep. Thanks, y'all. Gabby Barrett, pick me up. Now, on that particular song, you notice it has kind of what they call a cold fade. They have in the in in kind of like the radio biz. In fact, we, they used to put it up on the carts so you knew exactly what was going on. The carts. <laughs> wow. Okay, that just dated me. Um, they put it up on you know in the computer system, whatever it might be, just to kind of give you an idea how you know we all know that. Uh, maybe you know, maybe you don't, but on the song, it is marked as uh, how much intro. So, for instance, Gabby Barrett, Pick Me Up, has a five-second intro. The song is two minutes and 37 seconds, and it says the album information right there, and then it also says the artist title. And then, uh, now, back in the day, we would put, and and Deb's been a program director for a while, too, and so you would put cold fade, you would say cold, cold ending, Yep. Which would just be a, just a flat out boom, dead, cold out ending, or just fade. Right. Um, and here's my thoughts on that, and that is <laughs> Dave. More thoughts from Dave. I know. Here's the thing: they should really ban all songs that have fades, because if an artist doesn't know how to finish the song, they shouldn't be allowed to record it. <laughs> oh, they, should, they should just. They, I they, like a fade. Because it keeps the music going, and you can talk about the song and well, who sings yeah, it I, while I, it's still kind of playing. I know, but the, there are some that have, there's an Alan Jackson song, there's a Garth Brooks, a couple of them songs, where they have like a minute outro. Like they have a, a minute, fa- I mean, you could start talking. Dave, just enjoy the music. Literally. <laughs> just enjoy it, Dave. Okay, fine. I mean, I know the cold ending is it's way cold, clean, cool. very dramatic. Just boom. Yeah. And it's really fun to just be able to uh, hit and start talking right about that cold ending. Um, all right. Anyway, maybe I probably should stop thinking. Uh, that really should be the uh, general 
rule for the morning is if I stop thinking, then I won't have some of these stupid thoughts that will come into my mind. Just turn your brain off, Dave. Yeah. When you get in the shower. I know Just I should. Just go in and don't think. <laughs> so you're telling me I can't use my head. <laughs> All right, we're back a bit in a bit. Uh, Battle of the Sex is here towards the bottom of the hour, about 15 minutes away, and another chance for you to win some cool stuff. Jordan Davis and what in the world spins around. Um, now, Rona. They, I, I told you we were kind of talking. Was it last week about Kraken? Yeah, the Kraken. And I actually, you scared me, so I took a uh, a COVID test. It was negative. Yeah. But you scared me that maybe I had the Kraken. I know. Maybe I had unleashed the Kraken in my body. Maybe you have XBB 1.5. Yeah, you scared me with all that. So There's another uh, new COVID variant. Uh, Yeah, another new COVID variant coming out. This one's called XBB 1.5. I coughed, I sneezed, I could not breathe. What could this be? I thought this COVID virus thing was through. Those folks in China thought that it was too. I'm fully vaccinated, doing everything right. So why am I infected with XBB 1.5? Quarantine and one more time. XBB 1.5. I'm sick of all this jive. You know, I've been uh, in and out of the hospital many, many times. Not myself as a patient, but just over the last couple of weeks, and going back to the mask, you know, because you have to wear a mask oh, every yeah. time you go yep. in. And, uh, whew, boy, that's something I don't miss. I know, me either. At all. I don't know if anybody. Um, you know, I mean, I've discovered some of the masks that are good, you know, better than some others. You know, there's some good ones. There's We have some really cool ones here at the station. Yeah. This recent little box that came in here was pretty cool. Oh, did we get a new box recently? We did. Oh. Yeah, they've got some pretty cool stuff. Huh. So, um, have you been, have you caught up on some of those little memes that, and have you ever gone down the rabbit hole of memes and then you end up finding some of those that, uh, and I shouldn't say memes, I guess I should say more like reels, right? Because a meme is, is not a moving thing or is it, is it, is a meme a still picture uh, or is a, and then it, yeah, reels a, and, uh, and, yeah. and, uh, TikTok things are moving, right? I don't know. Anyway, they say that there's some uh, pretty funny mo- uh, moments that we've come across here, and I've seen some like ones with friends. You see some of those bloopers of the office, yeah. You know where they're outtakes, and uh, sometimes it kind of takes uh, forever to film uh, a TV or a movie scene just because the actors they can't keep a straight face. And I I envision myself the same way, f- thinking that oh my gosh, if I were ever in that situation. The directors would probably say, "Look, we got to fire this guy because he, we're we're spending half a day trying to film a one scene, and <laughs> and we can't get it done." So some of the examples of some of the moments uh, that were uh, so funny um, in some scenes that the actors actually could not keep it together. All right, in Seinfeld, uh, Jerry is interrogated by a library cop. Over an unreturned book, 
Jerry couldn't stop laughing because he found the concept so ridiculous. Your mom called. She needs you home. Oh, now I'm going to play that one here in just a second. Uh, just to kind of give you an idea which ones that we're going to play. Uh, this is 40. Melissa McCarthy's character berates and threatens Leslie Mann, Paul Rudd, and Joanne Barron. Leslie and Paul could not keep a straight face as Melissa uh, hurled nasty insults at him. All right, on Parks and Recreation, when Chris Pratt lists off all of his medical problems at the doctor's office, Aubrey Plaza couldn't keep it together, uh, particularly when Pratt says he sometimes wipes a hundred times and there's still poop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And, and we have brought that up on the air here before because you, uh, it's been one of those shower thoughts that I've had and I, I'm like, my gosh, is this just endless? Have you ever done that where you <laughs> Dave, wipe and there's Dave, a little stuff? We've all done it. And we then just you don't wipe and I'm it. like, it's still there. We've all done it. Dave. I'm thinking, I got to get a clean white sheet of paper, <laughs> of toilet no, paper. I got to get in the shower is what you got to My do. gosh, I'm like, come on. <laughs> I mean, you can wipe and fold and double wipe and triple wipe and it just keeps going and going. I'm thinking. Uh, I almost feel like there's this little somebody down there pushing a button going, hey, no, we're not done. Nope, we're not done. Nope, we're not done. Uh, now, this one came from uh, comes from Stranger Things. Your mom called. She needs you home right away. Is everything okay? No, I don't think so. It's your grandma. What? <laughs> it's your grandma. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Such a crazy season. Okay, ready? Okay. You got this. It's your grandma. What's <laughs> wrong with you? I don't know. It's your grandma. <laughs> the word is so funny. I can't do this. I would imagine after a while you'd have to seriously just get up, walk away, and try again. Yeah. Because when you get the giggles, yep. it's like in church. And it the- makes it worse when you're not supposed to be laughing. Yes. Or at a funeral or whatever. I mean, you get to giggling and you cannot. Ki- you uh, you and I were at a funeral here within the last 12 months. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you, and I'm like, Deb. I cannot stop laughing. And I, I'm going, you. <laughs> and they're all serious up there. Oh. And you, the whole bench, you guys were rolling. I'm like, you have got to. Did, in fact, didn't somebody have to get up and walk out? It was so bad. I think Somebody so. on our row. I think so, yeah. It anyway, was bad. I was... couldn't stop laughing. Uh, the usual suspects show, the lineup scene. Kevin Pollack says they had trouble getting through it, in part because Benicio del Toro farted 12 times in a row. Oh, my gosh. Friends, Pivot, Ross, Rachel, and Chandler are trying to get a massive couch. And I remember seeing this around the corner of a stairway, and Ross keeps yelling, Pivot! Pivot! (laughs) And in Friends, Ross plays the bagpipes while Phoebe tries to (laughs) sing along. (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. If you've never come across some of those, they are just hilarious. And I would imagine there is just so much wasted uh, time. think smelly cat would be one of those types too yes that's another one that i would just think that that is just that's something that i don't even know how you could ever 
make it through it uh, with a straight face. Now, the game that pits man against woman. It's Battle of the Sexes with Dave and Deb. 570-5767. 570-5767. Looking for a guy and a girl. We're going to battle it out, and you win a cool prize as usual. Yeah, we've got four tickets for the RMPRA Rodeo. This Friday night, Ogden's Golden Spike Event Center, the beautiful indoor heated arena. It bursts. Now, this is a contest, in case you're just tuning in for the first time, we give three questions to the guys uh, that are sort of girlish related, and then to the girls that are kind of uh, manly related. So you're trying to guess, uh, you know, those kinds of situations and try to make and whoever has the best answers. And if we have a tie, we do a little tiebreaker and we go from there. Morning, the Z. What's your name? Me. Say it again. Mercedes. Mercedes. That's cool. Thanks. Uh, All right, we'll get you a guy. Hold on a second. Okay, thank you. Have you ever listened to that song, Mercedes Boy? I haven't. Uh, you should look it up. It's old school. Um. Anyway, I don't even know who it's by. Can you remember who Mercedes was? Yes, or something like that. Uh, is this a dude? Hello? Nope, too late. Morning, the Z. What's your name? Bob. Bob. Bob and Mercedes. Okay, Bob, we're going to let the ladies go first. All right, Mercedes, uh, who did the New York Giants play yesterday? The Bills, the Cowboys, or the Eagles? Bills. The Eagles. The Bills played the Patriots. Okay, Bob, here's your question. Today is National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. Which character on New Girl became a cop? Schmidt, Coach, or Winston? Smith. Winston on that one. Oh. All right, Mercedes, name the actor who recently stepped back into Hollywood with his leading role in The Whale. Oh, <laughs> Dave, there's an H in there. Kills me. Al Roker, Brendan Fraser, or Austin Butler? B. Yes. There is an H in there, Deb, but you don't need the to whale. pronounce it. Yes, you do, Dave. Uh, oh, really? Okay, so here we go. Which 90s sitcom launched Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen's career as actresses? Was it Sister, Sister, Full House, or Friends? Full House. All right, we're tied at one. Which one? <laughs> Mercedes, in golf, how many strokes would be typically par for an 18-hole course? 52, 62, or 72? C. C, you're correct. That's 72. Right. And somebody's not a happy camper. No, he's not. That's all right. We'll hurry and we'll, we'll roll through this. Uh, Bob, you got to get this to hang in there and tie it up. Uh, Michelle Visage is a consistent, uh, a consistent judge on which competition show? So you think you can dance, RuPaul's Drag Race, or is it cake? Oh, man. I know. RuPaul's Drag Race. Yep. So we got a tie, two and two. And let's see here. Mercedes, you called in first. You get a guess first. Deb is holding up a finger or fingers between one and ten. Michelle, what is it? Mercedes. uh, Mercedes. Seven. Bob? Six. Five. It was five. So Bob was a schmidge closer than you. Bob, you're the winner. Mercedes, thanks for playing. You can play again, okay? Okay, thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Thanks, y'all. Look at what gave, uh, God gave her, Thomas Rhett. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there thinking about how cool that was just sort of a cold ending like that, and we were just talking about that, and then I screwed up. 
So uh, technology going the way of the lawyer. Yeah, this is crazy. There's a robot lawyer. Uh, liar or lawyer? I, <laughs> I know. L-O-Y-E-R, lawyer. 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 I, uh, I say lawyer, but I know pe- most people say law- lawyer. What did I just say? I can't remember. I don't know. Just say it. like Robert gonna... Lawyer. I said a lawyer. A lawyer. I said it almost like an L-O-Y. Anyway, it's a robot, and it was, will argue its first court case coming up next month. The website donotpay.com has tools to help people fight parking tickets or get their bank to reverse things like overdraft fees. Now they say they've got an AI program that can listen in on court cases and come up with strategies in real time. Now they're actually using it to help someone fight a speeding ticket next month somewhere in the U.S., uh, but they haven't uh, revealed where because it's probably illegal. Most courtrooms don't allow electronic devices that connect to the Internet, so they picked one that allows for Apple AirPods, to be used as hearing aids. Oh, my gosh. And so you can sit there and listen to some little thing and then argue it back, I guess. Now, the person fighting the ticket will have the AirPods in while the robot lawyer listens in through their cell phone and tells them what to say. The CEO of Do Not Play says the judge will definitely not know that it's going on. Wow. They're also planning to use it in another speeding ticket case soon that's happening over Zoom. Wow. All right. How many of us have uh, put together, my gosh, it's been a year since, uh, years since I've had to put together resumes, right? Yeah, luckily we haven't had to do that. Yeah. Uh, They say uh, someone polled about 1,000 Americans and only about 12% said that they've knowingly lied on a resume before. And that's only around one in eight people. 12% of us say we have. 3% of us said we prefer not to answer. So if you count those people, it's 15%. 71% of us say we've definitely never lied on a resume. Uh, help me out here. Is it Santos? No. Who's the guy that has said that he, look, he's going to be running for president? DeSantis. What? DeSantis. And he flat out came out and admitted. they. You know, he was busting. He just goes, oh, yeah. He goes, I never worked for that company. I was interested in it, but I didn't. And he, I mean. I know somebody who put that they graduated in business at the University of Utah, but never actually graduated. Did they Did they ever get busted on it? Uh-uh. See, I would imagine who would ever follow up on education? You know? Like, if you were to say, look, I got a master's in something or other. I'll tell you, really, if uh, I did it, well, they would true. call up the university and say, did she really graduate in whatever? Yeah, but you're almost believable. But, it, but me... Yeah, if I ha- said, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you stopped me in my tracks. <laughs> uh, because if I went in there like, oh, no way, man. This Have you heard this guy on the radio? <laughs> yeah, there's no way that he, he barely probably has a GED. People who've lied on the resumes were also asked what they've lied about while applying for a job. Uh, number one is making it look like you're more interested in the job than you really are. It was also voted as the most acceptable thing to lie about, pretending like you're super interested in working for the company. Here are the five most common things we lie about. Your experience uh, is right there at the top of the list. How interested you are in the job is number one. And then, Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then your experience. Now, you may not be interested at all in the job, but you want to think you want to make them believe that it's like this is the job of a lifetime that you've been waiting for to be a busboy 
at uh, Goodwood. You, you know, <laughs> and uh, you know what I mean, because you just, but really you're just desperate for a job. Yeah. You just want a job. Uh, and then your experience. How many of us have fudged a little bit? Like, well, I have two or three years, but you kind of go, well, it's it's close to 10. And when really it's a couple. Yeah. Uh, your past jobs. Maybe you lie about your past jobs, what you've done. Previous job job titles. Uh, your interests or hobbies. I'm not sure why anybody would want to lie about those unless you think that it's going to focus them towards hiring you. Maybe you walk in and the guy has some taxidermy on the wall and you're like, oh, man, oh, yeah. you hunter, because I, yeah. I love to hunt the whitetail. And right. Mule right. deer. And... Yeah. Yeah, you could uh, do that. Uh, you might list those at the bottom of your resume. Lying about your education and criminal history both barely missed the top five. Now, I would imagine you could do a pretty a, a background check pretty easy. But really, who who but, does that? Who uh, contacts? Education. Do they? Yeah. I'm glad they do. But. No. Um, <clears throat> and I'm sure that's just one of many that do background checks on people. But uh, and I'm and like you said, yeah, I'm glad that they do uh, those. However, I have never heard of anyone being busted on education. I suppose people who are probably being looked at for education, say, say for instance, you want to be a teacher. There's no way if you're not, if you don't have your teaching certificate, or if there's no way that you can show them that you went through uh, at least a bachelor's or whatever education is needed for that, then you're not going anywhere. But like in radio, if I were to apply here today, I don't think they would check my education. What if I put I was a master? Uh, well, again, let's not use me as an example because they probably would. They would go, Dave never got his master's. We need to do a background check on this. Or said you were a program director or. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the experience. Worked in a there. format you haven't worked in. Right. All right. So coming up here, uh, we will be doing a few little leftovers. Things that just didn't quite make it on the air uh, by some of your comments that have come in. Uh, We'll get to that coming up in just a little bit. Yeah, we're the gangsters. Talking about uh, background checking, I was hired as a Border Patrol agent in 2011. Two-year background process. They talked to nearly everyone I went to school with and worked with for the past 10 years. Wow. And it was what again? Uh, Border Patrol. Oh, yeah. Kenny Liska, my buddy, got a job in Russia as an English teacher, but totally lied about his education. He really had no degree at all. (laughs) (laughs) Dan Alstrom, uh, to get our plumbing license, we have to submit our transcripts from school. Uh, Kylie Elizabeth, the only way we knew was years later we called the university. They told us he enrolled but never graduated. Uh, Terry Chase in tech companies, we always do background checks. Uh, Smith's Warehouse, um... Used to before all the hiring BS. Oh, gotcha. Uh, health insurance companies, check all that stuff. Uh, that's why I have a job. That's my job to do that. Oh, Justin cool. Peterson. Yeah, and I yeah, I probably, you know, I'm glad that people are chiming in on this because I probably sold it short just a little bit, but I'm, I'm sure there's a huge HR department that, that follows up on a lot of that crap. Just not here. <laughs> <laughs> so, and therefore, that's why I'm employed. Um... <laughs> Yeah, oh yes. So he took a so he took a gun to the airport one time? 
It's all right. Come on in. Come on. Yeah, come on down. We love you. Yep. Hey, we love giving away money and uh, mystery sound. Doesn't take long for that to move on up the uh, scale, uh, pay scale there a little bit. 144 bucks is a chance for you to win coming up exactly one hour from now at 1050. Katy Perry's play tour, uh, residency at Resorts World Las Vegas. Enter to win a getaway. You'll get two nights at Resorts World and two tickets to see Katy Perry live in Las Vegas. Uh, just go to the website, z104country.com. Enter once a day. And share on your socials to increase your points and chance of winning. Jim Bob is coming up next, and he's got a bunch of great Christmas music for you. Great, great country music for you. Man, I have been, I've still been listening to some country music. So, or Christmas music. Oh my gosh, never mind. Uh, Christmas music coming up uh, as well. Uh, we're, it's almost the weekend, Deb. It is. I can smell it. It's Monday. Just depends on which direction you smell, backwards or forwards. We will be back at the crack at 6. But tune in anyway. So this is it. This is the end. I hope you and your companion had a good time listening. And hey, if things went really well, do me a favor and name the baby Ron. Ciao!